Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and with me this week, I have Mike. Hello. I have Paolo. Spidey Bells, Spidey Bells. And I have Edward. Hey, Box, get this guy off me. <laughs> All right, we're changing gears. We're going from a movie that had mixed reviews to a movie I want to say we all love and everyone on this planet loves and multiple planets across the multiverse definitely loves. i think for me love is a strong word i thought it was pretty good how dare yeah. you yeah really <laughs> God, i'm a i am i am like actually offended we'll get into right it. Wow. <laughs> this movie is an academy award-winning film it is into the spider-verse yeah i've seen plenty of academy award-winning movies I... I was like that's all right it's pretty good yeah, Wonder Woman 84 is not going to win an Academy what Award, What if it though. did? It, it might. You never know. It yeah, might. I'm calling might, for like yeah. effects or something, honestly. 2020 I'm, didn't have a lot of movies, now. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> Yo, best picture, and it's mediocre as fuck. <laughs> the most uh, okay movie uh, goes to... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, co co star oh. of the year or whatever that award is goes to Christopher Mahogany. Oh. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that because he's in this movie too. I, I, he is. <laughs> yes. So, all right, we we talked about this on our Spider Man episode so many moons ago. Spiggy Spooter. Mm -hmm. Did we? I don't remember. We actually talked about well because the movie hadn't come out, but we did talk about the Spider Verse comics. I also feel like uh, mm. that episode took place on an alternate Earth. <gasps> Ooh. Whoa! Oh, whoa! That's tie right. it in. See what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, though, so so it's kind of it's kind of been a running uh, thing in the in the Spider-Man comic books to have the alternate uh, Spider-Mans, and you know, th there's a ton of them. Um, but what this did was this one focuses on Miles Morales, who, correct me if I'm wrong, he debuted in part of Ultimates. Correct. He did actually. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Oh, I was, I mean, I, I was thinking that uh, I, I like that the movie pretty much just like it takes Miles Morales's origin and then just like it kind of just checks the boxes. You know what I mean? It makes it better. I don't know. If it, I, don't, I don't know if it's well. Yeah, because Ultimatum is bad, but we, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, that was kind of the nice thing about the movie, though, because they never really sit there and kill Uncle Ben for the umpteenth millionth time in front of the camera. They, no, like, they kill Uncle Aaron. Well, I mean, there will be spoilers. Hey, guys, we should have we should have said that, right? <laughs> it's already too late, <laughs> but all right. I mean, okay, spoilers for like a three-year-old movie. I'm just saying. Like, the next I, thing you're going to uh, tell me is that Rosebud is this is sled, all right? Ed, 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 you saw it <laughs> yesterday, all right? It's a three-year-old movie that you saw yesterday. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> calling him out. I know, calling him out. I know. I, I'll do uh, it. All yeah. right, come no, on. You call me out four or five times. Yeah, I admit it. <laughs> I'll do it in every multiverse. <laughs> movie one, yeah. <laughs> That's the constant. <laughs> it's the only constant on every Earth. Mike calls me out about Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> all right, so... So we're, we're going to do a quick summarization, okay? The movie starts off in Brooklyn with Miles Morales. He comes into the school. He immediately uh, crawls past with Gwen Stefani. Um, <laughs> what? She's part of the Spider-Verse. She's feeling hella good. She definitely is. Dude, what was, what was No Doubt's uh, first big hit in the States? Uh, it's my life. Spider. I'm not spider a spider girl, yeah. spider oh, no. oh, okay. There you go. Gwen Stefani's part of the Spider-Verse. Got it. To it. That makes sense. Um, he comes across Gwen Stacy. And uh um, Wanda. 
Yes. Well, yeah, it's Gwanda. Gwanda. It's Gwanda. She's from South Africa. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She, she just doesn't have an accent, though, because you know, she, she's born in the States. <laughs> she's trying to pull a Mean Girls. She went through a whole explanation, too, in the movie. like, And we don't listen to it because we're too busy listening to him worry about puberty and how slow his hand is moving. Yeah. Um, Continue. Yes. And then from there, things kind of begin to get unhinged, in a sense, because um, they both realize they both got spider senses. You missed you missed the part where where Miles gets bit by a radioactive spider. That you jump, yeah, you jumped that, right into a <laughs> Yeah, you you jump you jumped about maybe 15 minutes into like, the movie act because two, let's go. We, we get introduced to Peter Parker for the umpteenth time or the last time, you know, depending on how you want to how you want to look at it. Um we get introduced to the best Peter Parker. Yes, we're the one who's like been at it for like a few years. He's like the smartest Peter Parker. He's he's got his little like lab and all that. He's stuff. competent. He's everything that Spider Man should be. Yes. Well, he, isn't he also Sam Raimi Spider Man because he did the dancing thing? Like, yes, he is. Is the movie so implicitly saying that Sam Raimi Spider Man is the best Spider Man? I don't know. I feel like he's also okay. Let's be honest. He's also the Spider Man who got a, a popsicle. So he may be like a Spider-Man from our world so, as well. From what I was reading, like, he's supposed to be a composite Spider-Man. He's supposed to be like the composite of like everything positive about Spider-Man. Yeah, I like that. But he's also he's, he's also blonde. So really, he's been. I rattling. mean, he's he's blonde hair, blue eyed. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm Spider-Man, but uh, you know. But that that kind of that <laughs> that kind of makes me like the movie even more though, because that it also insinuates that that dance scene is legit. Like that's one of the best parts of Spider Man. That's it. like my favorite part about Spider Man Three. So I, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm all about. Also, it. <laughs> also, he did a Christmas album, guys. He did a Christmas album that's available on streaming platforms everywhere. <laughs> he's got a good voice. He's yeah, he, he he's got a good sing, voice. He sings Spidey bells, and he's got a degree in chemical engineering. <laughs> <laughs> all right in my brain i mixed the the timeline up a little bit so um so yeah well, so it's funny you say that because in the movie they mess with the timeline as well nice That's probably how i'm remembering it so um so yeah so peter uh peter parker dies you know the sam raimi peter parker or maybe the other one um they never really tell you but uh if i remember correctly miles goes to his grave grave uh peter parker and he comes across peter b parker Right, who right. Is, Peter B. Parker, who is like just a mess of a human being. Right. Well, super, but Spider Man also dies at like this weird, like time ripped kind of thing, you know. And you kind of don't know, like, like things are shifting, things are morphing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you come to find out that Kingpin's trying to open a pathway to an alternate dimension to save his uh, wife and 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 son yeah. who died in an accident um, that he blames Spider Man for. So that's that's the whole premise of like why Kingpin's doing what he's doing. He's trying to save his he's trying to like get an yeah, alternate I, dimension family and make it his own. Yeah, family. I wouldn't say he's trying to save his family. He's he's just trying to get a version of a, his his family back. He, he doesn't, he, a new family. Yeah, he doesn't care if it's the same ones. He just wants you know he, he just wants their faces. Yeah, he, he just wants glory <laughs> yeah. little Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care he where, who they are, where they're from, or what they've done. Yeah. So we can so, as long as I love when them. I like yeah, what I like really about that that whole scene is they actually condense the actual events of Spider-Man dying in the Ultimate Universe into that moment because hmm. in the Ultimate storyline, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, like Peter Parker, Ultimate Peter Parker 
dies fighting Green Goblin. Yep. So they kind of kept that whole that whole part of his history, his his actual story in the Ultimate Universe, um, canon, so to speak. Yeah, they, but I mean, they, yeah, they, they did a really good job of condensing his like his death, Miles's origin, all that jazz. Yes, you know? all that jazz. Yeah. So you know, we get to the part where you know Peter Peter Parker dies. Um, they go through like a little montage of of so, and honestly, probably one of the best Stanley cameos, in my opinion. Like, you're not gonna tell me you didn't tear up a little bit when he says the mask always fits eventually. Like when the, when when he buys the costume, it is that's a very good scene. That was a that was a cool. Yeah, scene. it's a very cool scene. I definitely let out an audible. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, so from there, Peter B. Parker, Gwen Stacy, and Miles Morales—they eventually go to a lab. You got Olivia Octavius, who is another alternate take on Doc Ock. I love it. I, more terrifying, if I'm I honest. Yeah, she's so much better. Yeah, yeah, she was good in that. And I love, I love the whole heist scene. It's so good with him <laughs> just kind of going over his plan. Like everything works out in the end too, oh. including the bagel part. That's, yeah, that's, oh, that's so what, good. That's... <laughs> that bagel part's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, because because Peter B. Parker is such a glut, <laughs> and then, and then the whole time Miles is still trying to figure out how to use his powers because he's got his spider powers are a little bit different. Like he could turn invisible and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and he can't figure out how to unstick. <laughs> he could turn invisible, and he can shoot out a what he calls his venom sting. Which is just literally a shock of electricity. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask. I don't remember if it's because I remember it not being like a poison attack. I it, it's bioelectricity, right? He, he's able to like yes. shoot little like bursts, like uh, like a Spider Man twenty ninety nine or like Spider Woman. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So from there, um, I believe they go back to Queens. Yeah, they to, go see uh, Aunt May. To Aunt May. Aunt May. I love that. That's where we. Yeah, Aunt May, Aunt May, uh, Lily Tomlin is just amazing as Aunt May in this movie. This is. Um, I do love. This is like Aunt. God, sorry. I was going to say this is like Aunt May meets like Sarah Connor from Terminator. Uh, yeah, they they do a really cool uh, they do a really good job of of making her almost like uh, a Madam Web without uh without saying it without making her Madam yeah. Web. That's it. Mm. Again, again, Lily Tomlin it just kills it. I honestly, the voice acting has to be br- mentioned. It's just it's great. It's just really, really it good. Is. I love it. And and then and that's where we're introduced to the other Spider People that were brought from other dimensions. Um. Namely, Penny Parker, mm-hmm. which is a spider person from like an anime version of New York Does City. Anime I mean, fuck. I mean, like in the comics, it's she's literally a ripoff of, of Evangelion characters. You, there, there's actually panels where they redrew characters from Evangelion in the background. That's Get incredible. In, then you getting the robot. Then you got. Then you've got <laughs> Spider-Man Noir. Get in the robot, Penny. Get in the robot. <laughs> um, Voiced by Nick Cage, our Lord yeah, and Savior. That, yeah, that right there was just like Nick Cage being the that essentially that was Nick Cage as Spider Man. I love I love Spider Man Noir. What a guy! And then and then oh. of course everybody's favorite superhero from Staten Island, well, Spider Spider Ham. Spider <laughs> John Mulaney knocked it out of the park. I, again, like I cannot believe that that was John Mulaney when I first heard it, and it was so no, good. As soon as he opened his mouth, I'm like, "That's John Mulaney." That's John Mulaney. Yeah, you have to know. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't not know. But he's great. <laughs> oh man! So they they go through this whole um, like. There's a bunch of things that happen. Uh, we end up with like a whole montage where um, Miles has to figure out how to do how to use his powers. Um, it's his whole like. Essentially, they check the bo- the boxes off for his origin story as as mm-hmm. all spider people have which is you know the they lo- the loss of somebody 
um, that they couldn't save with their powers. Um, in this case, it's Uncle Aaron, who is the prowler in yeah, this universe. I, I would say he didn't even, he wasn't like not able to save him. Um, if I remember right, and if I remember right, in the Ultimate Comics, he dies the same way. Oh, he gets shot by King Kong? Uh, I believe so, but I'm not 100% wow. sure. Oh, I don't remember. That's... No, I don't remember that either. I don't remember the Ultimate Comic version. Honestly, if you ask me, if you want me to recite Miles Morales' you know, backstory, I just tell him, go watch Into the Spider-Verse. That's his, that's his real backstory because it's the best one. Yeah, I was wondering how close it was because I, I really don't know much about Miles Morales, like the comic book character, but uh, like I've known of him, but this was like the first story that I've seen uh, like with him in it. In my opinion, it's the best one. And I only say that because I, I, I've i read some of the stuff he's in. They do a really nice job of kind of making him relevant as opposed to what ends up happening is, you know, the ultimate universe eventually gets destroyed and they bring the ultimatum. Yeah. Well, right. no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's later on. Yeah, yeah, ultimatum, yeah, yeah. ultimatum resets the ultimate yeah, universe. Uh, yeah. Peter Parker ends up dying during ultimatum. Sorry. Um, so like the, the, in, in Spider-Verse, like the idea of having a dead Peter Parker and then like Miles taking up the mantle is, is accurate. Um, I'm reading yeah. here that, uh, yes, there is an altercation between, uh, uncle and nephew. Uh, but there's, it's not that he's shot by Kingpin. There's just a malfunction with the Prowler's gadgets and the explosion kills Aaron. Oh, much better. If Kingpin kills him, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It, it gives, it gives, it gives personal stakes to the, the, the story. I mean, I feel like the, the other way too is still personal. Cause like he's still involved. I sure. agree with you that the, the, him getting, him getting killed by, by the antagonist is, is <laughs> it's better for the movie. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I really, and it's a totally different dynamic though than Uncle Ben because Uncle Ben was a helpless old man. You know, the Prowler was kind of a bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. he was kind of trying to kill Miles. Yeah, which is kind of which is which which what's funny about that is the movie makes him out to be like the real father figure for Miles as opposed to his father, who in the movie is just kind of like his he's a, his he's dad. A yeah, he's a fucking cop. Um, but like he doesn't connect with his dad like a lot of um, you know, a lot of people don't connect with their dads and they find connections with their uncles as opposed to with their fathers. It it, it it's listen, it's a weird dynamic, regardless. It was very well done. I love I think uncle. it works. And I really do like um, how ambiguous the the de the scene where he dies is because like he 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 rips open his mask, he sees that it's his nephew, and he's like, "Oh shit." And the like, Miles is begging for his life, and then the uncle just kind of slowly puts the mask back down. You're like, "Oh shit, is he going to just end Miles mm -hmm. right now?" Like, it's, yeah. still, it's still ambiguous. Like, like we don't know because he was shot, but like, what would have happened there? It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I I do agree that it's like, at least for me, before I even had the uh, the chance to finish the thought of like, "Oh shit," like I got, "Oh shit," is he going to? And then gunshot. Yeah. Like you don't even get a chance. Like at least for me, I didn't get a chance to process it. I, th I feel like the, it does give you a, a good amount of time, but maybe because on second viewing, because this movie, I feel, is very sensory overload just because how stylistic it is. Very. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like I said, I loved it the first time I watched it, and there are things, this is probably like my 20th time I watched oh, it in preparation shit, for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is my second time. <laughs> that there, are still, there are still things that I missed on upon viewing that like I still noticed. Like, first of all, that bagel thing you mentioned. Yeah. I love it. That, that I didn't. I didn't notice it until you pointed it well, out, and then I like. I looked for. It. Huh? No, that when he throws. Okay, so as they're escaping the Alchemex lab, he throws. A, he the, he takes the bagel, and then he throws the bagel back at somebody. It hits a scientist in the head, and the sound effect above the scientist's head says "bagel." Yeah. Instead <laughs> of saying like "boop," yeah. it just says "bagel." 
It's like they just keep jumping. Like it's amazing. That's fantastic. All right, so moving continue. on. Yes, I'm sorry, yes, we're, yes. We're, st- we're still going through this whole, <laughs> well, the, the, the whole story. The, the, there's honestly not much more because basically they just they get together. They have a bit of a brawl at the uh, at the particle accelerator that Kingpin is using to try to get back his uh, wife and kids. I feel like we jumped through a whole uh, the whole the whole like third act here. Oh no no well, no no! I'm sorry. No no, I'm wrong. Keep well, going. yeah. After after the uncle, they essentially Miles is very super conflicted. Like he doesn't know. Like he wants to avenge his uncle, but he does. He's not sure if he he can. Like he can. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wants to. He's not sure if he can, but he doesn't care. He just wants to help. And yeah. the other Spider Men, like, if you can't get past Spider people, yeah, or yes. Spider uh, Peter B. Parker's, like, if you can't get past me, uh, then we're not letting you come. You're with. not. Yeah, you're not ready. Yeah. Essentially, it was a question of wh- whether he's ready or not to be a Spider Man. A spider person. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was kind of like, again, in my opinion, one of the best scenes. This whole movie is just a great scene. <laughs> right. But the scene where he figures out, you know, hey, this is who I have to be to be Spider-Man is just so well done. Like, you can't just glance over it. Yeah. Like that whole that whole thing with him going back to to Queens to get the suit. And then the, the the music that plays as he's like getting ready with the lightning and everything like I've seen so good. And even and even before that, just his realization that his father is is just a normal person like him, just trying like that's super, especially after like the death of his his proto father, like his uncle, which is his proxy father. It's like what up? Like no one cares about me. And then his dad shows that he does. And I think that's super cool. Oh, 100 yeah, percent. I think that's super yeah. cool too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, you know, they go through that and then he meet, he meets up with the other spider people who are in the process of trying to break in to the, colli- to the, the collider, uh, as it's called. And they're showing, they show up to Kingpin's, <laughs> they show up to King, this is a really bad taste. They show up to Kingpin's, uh, little spider fundraiser as they call it. And there's just people dressed as Spider-Man, like they're wearing just Spider-Man masks. The, just the waiters, yeah, just all those. yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the whole meme where it goes. It can't be that easy. It was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> they just put on bow ties. Yeah. Spider-Man Noir didn't even do anything. He just showed up like he was. <laughs> he, just up. he didn't even take his hat yeah. off. <laughs> oh, be, Spider, uh, so I was going to say Spider B. Parker. Uh, Peter B. Parker just, just talking to Mary Jane about better bread. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. red seat. I'm so sorry. sorry I let you down with the bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you all the bread you need. <laughs> if you just give me another chance, I promise I'll get you, I'll get you all the that bread. <laughs> so okay, it's it, it it hurts. It doesn't hurt to mention the fact that Peter B. Parker has gotten a divorce in his universe. Um, so that whole conversation is him just kind of trying to make it up to MJ after she's left him. And everything, and he lives all on his own. Is just a fat mess oh, yeah, he got, of a Spider Man. Super depressed, lost the love of his life, and was like, "Shit, I'm Spider Man, but this ain't worth doing." I'm just imagining her instead of saying, "Hey there, Tiger," going, "Hey there, you fat hippo." But oh shit, <laughs> damn, you hit the jackpot, hippo. <laughs> is it? Didn't he get divorced in the Sam Raimi Spider Man? Like, I don't think they I, got that far. I don't think they got married in that one. No, because I thought so I, I'm trying to remember because I, I remember like. Sam, Sam Raimi Spider-Man one feels like listen, Sam shit. Raimi Spider-Man three felt like a fever dream. No, and that's Sa- the thing. Sam yeah, Raimi's yeah. that that's what kills me about Sam Raimi's Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I feel like that is the weakest part of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, aside from the dancing bit and the story from the third oh, movie. Dancing, dancing, dancing bit is so strong. 
Well, well, in in, in Raimi's defense, man, I hear like the uh, the the, the suits kind of kill that movie because they're like, ah, we we need more villains in it. We need more villains. Give me Venom. And he's like, no, I don't want to do yeah, that. But, yeah, but Venom, he's, he's a great, he's a great character design. Yeah, I think he wanted to do Vulture, and they're like, nah, that's not going to sell. Yeah. Well, well, he originally was going to have Bruce Campbell as uh, Mysterio. Yeah, but, oh, but Venom. Fuck. Venom. Oh, Venom's wow. character design. Is oh, yeah, Marvel yeah. secretly shitting on Sam Raimi? The first Spider-Man, uh, the first movie, is Vulture's the villain, and the <laughs> second one's Mysterio? Like, what's what's happening here? They might be shitting on <laughs> yeah, Sony. Like, I, listen, we know, we know that that's a thing. Sam Raimi uh, wanted this. Then, fuck you. Yeah, and then Sony and then Sony whipped its dick out and gave us into the Spider-Verse, and we're just like, wow, this is uh <laughs> just waggling their tiny meat around, huh? Swinging away. This is a really good So in essence, everything kind of uh, comes to a comes to a head at the collider. They they have a big fight, a big one of those big bombastic fights, which actually stylistically was really well done. I don't care that it's, you know, essentially one of those big world ending just kind of crazy special effects thing happening like most superhero movies but the way it was done just i don't know it was so much better like i felt the, more engaged in that the, the usual trope of big fat guy is somehow able to punch superhumans no problem was in that movie too but it didn't bug me nearly as much as everything else that's just because he's so imposing like the way well, he yeah, looks. because he's like he's, he's like twelve feet tall in this movie. He's just a rectangle. Everyone has like proportions. He is a rectangle. Coming he literally is a rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I find it interesting that like um, a character like Kingpin. I mean, like yeah, so Spider Man all equipped that he's he's a big fat guy, whatever. But like he's fucking ripped. Yeah. Like I don't understand how Kingpin's like a regular human because he's right. like he's like eight foot twelve, like twelve hundred pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need no serum. No, like I mean, don't don't, don't pay attention to the fact bummed. that like that like Spider Man can like stop a train or anything like that. But sure, but <laughs> I, I mean, I I had that was kind of that was one of my gripes with like Spider Man's death scene in that movie. That I'm like, okay, so yeah, he was he was in an explosion and all this other shit. But it's like you took one hit from Kingpin, he's right? Just yeah, a dude. But you also have to remember at least what this movie does visually. And, and I'm just kind of thinking about this. I don't know if this makes sense. But when people are glitching out, you know, they kind of form into like basic shapes. You get the triangles, the squares and all that. That's what Kingpin is. He's just a basic shape. Like, oh, he, shit. He, oh, he, he, like he breaks the rules. Like they already, they already <laughs> show that they, people are phasing. They're turning into shapes. He is a shape. Kingpin is what happens when an immovable object comes in contact with an unstoppable force. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's just, he's just like, I don't care about your style, how stylistic you look, how well drawn you are. Rectangle's going to murder you. <laughs> Not just rectangle. Okay, everyone is super colorful in the movie. Everybody's got all of these really crazy designs. Yeah. They look, The costumes look fantastic. And Kingpin is a black rectangle. Yeah, he's, with, yeah. With, yeah. he's like, welcome to Geometry 101, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm taking Let's you back go. to the basics. His so, fists are rectangles. So, Essentially, he kills Peter, B. Par Peter Parker by slamming a rectangle into his neck. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? Most uh, erasers are like rectangles, so... Every, everyone knows Spider's biggest <laughs> enemies are rectangles. It's true. Oh, that's a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> so, so basically, yeah, the the fight concludes. They uh, they're they're able to stop the thing. The other alternate Spider people go back to their proper dimensions through the portal. Uh, Miles and everybody else they tie up Kingpin. The cops uh, catch him. Roll credits, basically. That was a credit, uh, essentially, yeah, yeah. And then and then enter one of the, possibly one of the greatest uh, credits. I could think of in movies. Oh, 
where, where they just have like an entire like stadium of spider men <laughs> and then like spider gwens and everything like with, with the music and then they're like recreating like all the memes and stuff like that i love it that end credit scene i had to rewatch it like two or three times to catch everything that they do because you see so many different like you also i don't know if you guys noticed it but there were different costumes too Ooh. for different spider-men so, so like right. little Oh 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 right 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 okay I don't know I I I don't know what you're talking about sorry go ahead like one of the scene like one of the scenes where they're banging or they're rocking out to like the the concert mm -hmm. um you see like uh, I think I saw the Infinity War uh Spider Man <laughs> the costume that he wears in that the one that he wears in Secret Wars with Nick Fury I saw that costume um you just like randomly see like little extra Spider people like costume wise I was just like this is so cool like I can't believe they 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 point this out I. Just, I, I can go on. Yeah, no, no. Oh, like, yeah. I, one of the things I noticed, uh, there was like a conga line of Spider-Man, and then they like one of the <laughs> one of the ones in the middle had like inverted colors. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, the 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 uh, video game Spider-Man made an appearance yep. as well. Oh, they had, and that, that costume was... was also in the um, one of the uh, the cases. Yes, it in was. The Spider cave. Yes. And and, the, and then we have to and then, and then we have to talk about the post credit scene. Oh, the post credit uh, scene was incredible. That's my favorite post credit scene of all time. It, it takes place in Nueva, New York, where you have Spider-Man 2099 voiced by Oscar Isaac. And then he goes <sighs> back to 1967 to get into an argument with, you know, the cartoon Spider-Man. <laughs> and they just, just recreate the pointing. So yeah, they're, they're honestly, just talking shit to each honestly, other. That's the best scene in the whole movie. I don't yeah, know I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree like that, but. Like he may have started the argument, but sixty-seven Spider-Man ended that argument. Like he got <laughs> fucking obliterated. <laughs> that that okay. I'm not gonna lie. At, in movie theaters, because I went to see this movie in movie theaters, um, I was hysterical, laughing in the movie theater by myself, like watching that scene because most people had already left, and I'm just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, I was like, yeah. like as, as that scene was starting, I, I lost my shit because as as a kid, like reading comics, like reading Spider-Man comics in the nineties, like. I don't like. Oh, twenty ninety nine. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like Spider Man twenty ninety nine is one of the coolest character designs ever. I love it. I love. Like, it's I love so the color. I love so the color. seeing seeing that like in in New Ever York pop up, I was like, oh shit! And it, my significant other sitting next to me watching that, and she's just like, what's going on? Because she doesn't know anything about Spider Man. I'm freaking out. Like the the little kid in me is just screaming. Like I'm so excited. And then like, hey Miguel, and then the camera pans over. I'm like fuck yeah, let's go. And then they go to Earth sixty seven. I'm like, oh shit! And she's like, what? I'm like, keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> Who so do you good. think pointed first? <laughs> yeah, Spider Man, obviously. <laughs> I love him raising, like <laughs> shaking his fist up and down. It was Spider Man, obviously. <laughs> you, you know, what was a cool thing too. I found about this movie seen was <laughs> was uh, how how different characters moved in different frame rates as well. Yes, that bugged oh, me. Yeah, we should we should discuss that when we get back from our break because there is so much to like i know we gave you like a very like too long didn't read version <laughs> of the of the synopsis or or a uh, long enough probably should have watched <laughs> i mean it, it took it took us 30 minutes to get through that yeah so I mean, you, you could have just spent another hour to watch the movie yeah no there is mm. so much to unpack though if i'm honest with you. i have i have feelings it's good it's good all right <laughs> all right we'll Let's be unpack. back
All right, and we are back. Your father said me like that once too. Really? He did. Oh man, I'm glad that oh. us being back has saved you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we ju- we in the previous half hour we just got done summizing into the Spider Verse, um, and you know what? Let's uh, let's talk to Ed about this one because he's he hasn't <laughs> seen it up until yesterday. Yes, last night I watched this last night in preparation for this recording. So what? I can't I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so so what were your what were your thoughts? What what what, what do you, what are your initial what 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 are you thinking about? <sighs> They get a lot of things, right? So in a, in, a, in a nutshell, in a vacuum, this movie's good, right? Mm. It's a good movie. Uh, but as somebody that read like a lot of uh, Spider-Man comics as a kid, it just cements the fact that we never got a good Peter Parker, right? Like, Into the Spider-Verse is hands down the best Spider-Man movie, but like that bar's not high to jump. Like, <laughs> Oh, I, I the, disagree. The, the, Ra- the Raimi movies aren't, like they're good for what they are, right? The the uh, uh, I was gonna say the Andrew Lincoln. Oh shit, dude! And, uh, Andrew Sp- Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln is Spider Man. <laughs> I'm Spider Man Coral. You're you're, you're, you're confusing. You're confusing the president that got assassinated with the president that got impeached. Right? <laughs> no, uh, Andrew, like, like the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, like wasn't good. I'm sure Tom Holland will be like he'll be great eventually, but he's he's good for what he is. Right? He's 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 he's, he's little kid Peter Parker. He's great. I just want to. I just want to. Weird because it's just weird because Tom Holland is like in his twenties. Yeah, now. but he's playing like ten-year-old Spider-Man because he looks like he's fucking twelve. Yeah, that motherfucker's gonna get carded until he's in his forties. <laughs> yeah, Tom Holland's. Yeah, Tom Holland's twenty-four. <laughs> sure. How he's playing? Yeah, how yeah, he's yeah. playing? How he is playing? A sixteen-year-old. Um, have you seen him? Is Paul, you have eyes? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually <laughs> like I, I. I just it. it kind of always. It's one of those TV things that always drove me insane. Why do we have actors who are like ten years older than they actually are playing like fifteen year olds? Why, why do we, why do we have thirty year olds playing high schoolers on in nineties TV shows? I don't know. Yeah, yes. because they're more yes. talented than teenagers. That's easy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right, continue. continue no, my my please. point is is that we haven't had a a good Peter Parker. Period. We haven't had like a definitive Peter Parker. And seeing the Chris Pine version for the first like ten or fifteen minutes of that movie. The little kid of me is just screaming because it's everything I've ever wanted, like out of Spider-Man on like in in motion. Spoilers. That was Wonder Woman's wish in Wonder Woman 84. Oh, God, um, oh that makes oh, the movie no. even better. Oh, <laughs> I have to agree with you. And at least in that regard where we I, I can I don't get me wrong. I like Tom Holland. Yeah, I like Tom Holland as a young. He's cr- I like Tom Holland playing. Bendis's ultimate. Yeah, Spider-Man, it's really good. Which is what he's yeah, doing. It's really good. Which is what, yeah, it is really good. But I don't, I don't, I, I you're right. I have not, I don't like Toby Maguire. Yeah. Looking garbage. back on Toby Maguire, I Toby Maguire is garbage. Oh, boo, uh, I disagree. Um, Andrew Garfield <laughs> is a Spider Man. Spider Man. Yes. He is not a good no. Peter and oh, oh, dude, don't even get me started on that fucking uh skateboarding montage. That's a cold play. <laughs> <laughs> that movie fucking sucks. Uh, that I, shit triggers. I Ed. actually that triggers. I haven't seen those movies. That was so. that was my favorite what? song yeah, yeah, in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games when they played Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because when I think of Spider Man, I think Coldplay. 
And skateboarding, yeah. yeah. And skateboarding. I think skateboarding in general well, I, as Spider-Man. To be fair, I kind of do. He was an unlockable character uh, yeah. in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, so right. that's not that far. I and mean, he definitely had like the spider flip as a special where like, yeah. he like, did a flip and shot web. Like, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. You. but the music choice, you need you, Coldplay, yeah, you but, can't do that. But, but, but by Tony Hawk 3, they switched out Spider-Man for Wolverine. So, I mean, it wasn't really relevant. Darth Maul was in one of those games, too. I think he, he was, was in also, three. He was also in three, yeah. Was he mm-hmm. really? Yes. Yeah. But, but, but. And and he had a skateboard that hovers. Did he really? But we're getting I, off topic. It, 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 <laughs> is that that far yeah. off topic? Because I'm pretty sure during the break we we all watched the video where uh, Toby Maguire was uh, superimposed as Darth Maul versus uh, Qui Gon. <laughs> I thought that was in the original Star Wars movie. You mean been. to tell me that that's not the original? Oh, my God, God I, we, we I have th- we have things to show you, Matt. We do. <laughs> <laughs> what wondrous things to show you? <laughs> yeah, I I I, I kind of have to agree with you in that regard. But like, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That just cements how much better of a movie this is. How good of a movie so, this is. So, but I, I also feel like this movie kind of suffers from like the. I don't want to say like suffers from like the Mandalorian effect, but like it. Look, look at like the main like the the main the main Star Wars movies. Like, like look at Star Wars TM. You know what I mean? Does, it, <laughs> right. does, that, does that make sense? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like the main canon, the the numbered movies. Yes. Once like the like once Disney or like you know some other giant corporation gets their fucking grubby fingers on it. It dilutes what you like, what you love about the thing. Right. Look at the Mandalorian. Like, oh, so I mean, I, I guess this is like a a, a bad uh, you know, metaphor for this because I haven't watched a lot of it. But I hear the Mandalorian's incredible, and it, and it's everything yes, that like well, it's everything you guys have been telling me. Like, it's everything you've ever wanted in Star Wars on screen. Right. And I feel like I feel like Spider Verse is Mandalorian, but it's like, but I just want chocolate, and that's pistachio. Does that make sense? I mean, you're you're kind so of. you're saying you, so you're saying you just because because to, to 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 call on your Mandalorian uh reference call out because like the reason why Star Wars nerds like me love the Mandalorian is that there's a ton of times they drop like a sentence or two where if you're not a huge Star Wars nerd it'll go over your head but some you know a dork like me be like oh shit she said Thrawn <gasps> you know like yeah. that that's a big fucking deal but like if you haven't read the the, the Thrawn trilogy or if you haven't seen like Rebels yeah then it means you're not going to give a shit who Thrawn is right. yeah because he's never appeared in anything mainstream yeah I mean and that's like me watching Spider-Verse like uh you know Uncle Aaron pops up I'm like oh, he's the Prowler you know like I'm, I'm just throwing out a bunch of shit from Spider-Man lore and like mm-hmm. Amanda doesn't give a shit. Like she, she doesn't watch it. Like she doesn't know a lot about Spider Man and really couldn't care less. Um, but the little kid in me threw a lot of Spider Verse, especially like that first twenty minutes where you get to see like Chris Pine Spider Man like be awesome. The little kid in me screaming. It's marking <laughs> out like I'm twelve and I'm watching the Undertaker choke slam Mick Foley through a hell in a cell. Like it's it's the best. It's incredible. And like it just makes me want a competent Peter Parker in motion. Like it it makes the it makes the thing I it makes me want the thing I love to be projected you know does this make sense it does make sense but it you did it's in the movie <laughs> but i want more no it, and that's true. That's, I, think, I think that's, that's, this, that's the beauty of this is, movie. is the is the is the complaint that it's a different Spider-Man? it's not it's not really a complaint because i i like the movie but it just makes me double down it's like oh no this is good but i really want this other thing you you didn't want there to be an entire Spider-Verse. You just wanted there to be the Chris Pine Peter Parker for an hour and a half. Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't want a Spider-Verse. But I just want more Chris Pine Spider-Man. More Peter Parker. Yes. I really liked that chicken dinner you gave me, but I just really want pizza. Mm. I mean, I could see that, but I just feel at least in, in 
in, in my respect uh, to how I view this, nothing, no Spider-Man movie, let alone any really like superhero movie, like beats this thing visually. Like the things this, like stylistically, this movie's off the charts. Which, oh, which is why I always like say this is probably one of my favorite superhero movies, just because holy shit. Just oh, look yeah, at no. it. <laughs> and you can, and uh, with it being animated, you can get away with that. Like, I don't think we're ever going to see something like that in live action. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's a shame. <laughs> I agree. Because it's not like, you know, Disney doesn't have the money to do something like that. But I mean, okay, so no, I, my, my thought on that is I don't think anyone could actually do that in a live action form. They can do, they can do visually interesting things. Look, at, have you seen Speed Racer? That movie is amazing. That movie is incredible, and it's essentially a live action equivalent of Spider Verse. And I know I have not. I have. I not need to rewatch it because it's been a very long time. I have not watched. It's it. by the Wachowski, the Wachowski sisters, and it's just I, I don't know. I've heard people hate on it, but I just I just love it. Just but it's also very visual. It's kind of cheesy, but it, it reminds me when I saw Spider Verse, it it kind of threw me back to Speed Racer. And I'm like, oh, well, man. I mean. A, it's based off an anime from the 60s. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, like, you know, it, it's not going to be anything Shakespearean. So, like, you know, the the the, the source material they were, they were dealing with was a little uh, sparse, I guess you can say. But for what they had and for just a, just sit down and just enjoy this, like, you know, visually. And, you know, and of course has John Goodman. And so I love it automatically. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm with cause, you. Because he's Speed Racer's dad. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I'm with you there on that one. So like, yeah, in a sense, I, I do agree with you, Mike. Yeah, this is, I like this movie for a lot of the same reasons I like Speed Racer. Just because like visually, it's amazing. Yeah. And I, I, do, I do, I do agree with you, Ed. Like, because this does, this does kind of tear holes into something it's like, why can't other movies look like this? Oh, they can. People just don't want to. They mm -hmm. don't want to put in the effort because it's risky. Especially I when mean, a big company like Disney buys this IP. They, they will not take that risk. No, and especially I mean, now with like... Yeah. Uh, I mean, the way the movie, the, way, the way the movie industry is. Mm -hmm. I don't think these companies are willing to... like. They're, they're willing even less now to take that risk. Yeah, And, and I, I, I'm worried about like things like The Mandalorian that are universally loved. And they're universally loved for doing what they're doing like from what i hear star like from or from what i hear mandalorian is not star wars tm right <laughs> but right. they're slowly starting to 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 you know like that that uh that coffee drip they're starting to drip that in there a little bit mm. like you're, you're, you're slowly getting that star wars tm flavor <laughs> yeah See, i don't know i don't know if i agree with that yeah no it's always been very star warsy from the get-go it, it yeah it, it felt it felt way more closer to like the lucas feel of star wars from the gecko than the uh than the disney, than the feel disney ones ever well yeah and, the and numbered I, ones yeah and I, and I think the reason for that is because you uh they're allowing the directors to do their own thing which is one of the things i feel like that succeeded in this movie specifically is they allowed the directors to do their own yes. thing one because it was it's a um it's it's an yeah, animated. They were like it's animated. So because it's, it's this thing over here. So you know this is just over here. So you can just do whatever you want because it's not, it's not this. It's not the MCU. Yeah. Right. It's it's not our you know it's not our golden goose. It's not our our cash cow. It's this thing <laughs> over here. But not only that though, but like they're dealing with the idea of the Spider Verse in general, which is wacky from the get go. So so you kind of you kind of know what you're you're signed up for. Like it, it's such a wacky concept. I feel like if you do that in live action, it, people are going to start being like, "Wait a nah, second, this, I think, is, this is weird." I think you can still I think you can still do it, and that movie proves it. 
Um, well, and that's what I was going to say. Though? Like, there's, there's, absolutely. I mean, look at, look at it like this. Okay, more than all, more than anything else, I have a feeling as though a lot of parents took their kids to see this movie because they figured it's just the basic Spider-Man. Fucking movie. kids, it's a cartoon. It's kids' movies, whatever. Exactly, yeah. it's a kids' movie. It's a cartoon, and a lot of these parents probably walked out going, "Why was that movie so <laughs> <Yeah>. good?" <laughs> Honestly, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. My kids, they there's very few movies I can get them to sit through. They'll sit through Spider Verse. Oh hell yeah, the good taste. Well, so they like, so I, like exactly good, great taste. <laughs> like I I love this movie for both the big grandiose reasons of it being a spider-man movie i love it for it being a, a multiverse story i love it for being um like risky in what it, it like in in the, the the flashiness of what they did with it and then i also love it for so many of the little things that they did um and i know i know this is this is a touchy subject but like as as a hispanic man hearing you know, his his Maz Morales mm -hmm. is both African-American and Hispanic, his mom being Hispanic and his dad being African-American. Mm -hmm. That little bit of seeing like the, the mom being super Hispanic mom <laughs> uh, talking in Spanish, those little moments like they affect you. You know, the, there's there. It's not everyone, but there's a stereotype that, you know, a lot of immigrant, you know, Hispanic, black children have weird relationships with their fathers um i for one have a similar relationship so that also was like oh my god this is so much like an experience that i've had it, i felt it spoke to you so That's exactly fantastic. a lot of a lot of this the stuff that happened in this movie spoke to the little kid in me <laughs> who didn't get that from spider-man when i was That's a kid great. even though I totally got a lot of the stuff for being Spider-Man, like yeah. the whole outcast mm -hmm. feeling, the whole thing about being this nerdy kid who gets powers and all that. All that stuff spoke to me, but like that family stuff spoke yeah. to me. Um, the the fact, uh, I'm sorry, having Biggie play on one of those, like in, in oh, one so of those uh, scenes, so good. Like the musical choices fantastic. in this movie, so Top fantastic. Notch. The soundtrack, oh, yeah. well, so good. Well, I mean, it, it was even cooler too because, like, you know, uh, Peter Parker uh, is always associated with Queens. So, of course, you get Miles, who's from Brooklyn. So, you play an artist who's from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. yep. Not only, like, and that's the other part that kind of hits me. I'm originally from Brooklyn. So, that felt very cool too. Like the the sneaker nerd in me, like watching him, seeing him wear those Jordans, and everyone, the, your those, shoes are untied. That's a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing. That yeah, all of that. Yeah. Like, there's so many little moments in this movie that strike me, and I'm just sitting there, just going, "Why is this so good? <laughs> Why is this so good?" Like, I have to pause parts of the movie to just take a minute, and like, after watching it in movie theaters and being able to see it at home. There were so many things that I picked up on that I missed in that first viewing mm. that I'm just like, this movie is better on second, third, fourth viewing because I'm catching more Oh, there's so it. much going on oh. in the background. And, and to, to, to kind of piggyback what you were saying, I'd argue that Miles Morales is a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker. You know what? I don't disagree Peter either. Parker did what I, he did. Like he, he was a hero because he was guilty. He felt guilty that, it, that, his, that he got his uncle killed. So he's like, fuck, I got to keep doing this so like nobody else's uncle died. Miles does it because it's the right thing. You yeah. know, his, his, his mentor dies. Peter Parker dies. And he's like, I, I got to, somebody's got to do it. And I'm the guy with the powers. Yeah. And it's like, and this, oh, this could have fell on anybody else. And I, that's one of the reasons why that scene that I was discussing in, in the first mm -hmm. half, um, that scene where he finally kind of like 
as they as they call it the leap of faith in the um in the movie great scene um, great scene which is which is uh, first of all the music the musical choice in that scene is just the, what's up danger like mm. come on oh yeah like that just gets that just gets stuck in your head <laughs> um but but the 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 montage of stuff that happens the voiceovers of his dad and his uncle talking to him uh before he makes that decision to to l- take the leap and decide that he is going to be spider-man um and like do it without fear of what's coming like even though but like even though you he's you know that he's doing that like the whole part i don't know if you guys noticed it but when he jumps off he rips some of the glass off with him and he jumps off of that so that is supposed to be the representation of him still even though he's accepting it he's there's still that little bit of hesitance and it's okay because he's still doing it i i don't know i just i can ramble on and on because it's so good well, also to, to piggyback on your point the movie starts with him expressing himself by kind of like tagging a wall just like graffiti just mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. expressing himself through art and it ends the same way except this time he's doing it on a spider-man outfit like yes. saying this is this is my role this is how i express myself yeah and he tags a gargoyle on a building well, he, no, he just puts a sticker on. Oh, yeah. it. He, like, he right. literally spray well, it's paints still, the still Spider-Man. Tagging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. What, is, what Mike is, refer- is what Mike is referring to is the yeah. What Mike is referring to is the actual costume itself. Yeah. Where essentially he took the old what, an old Spider-Man costume, spray painted it black, and left the red bits of himself there, and then spray painted his version of the Spider-Man logo on it. Right. Right. Um. At least for for this costume, and honestly, I fell in love immediately with that look. I wish he would have kept the hoodie and the shorts on and the sneakers he did, on. Um, so if, if I remember correctly, in the Ultimate Comics, when he was um, when he was Spider-Man for like his first couple of outings, I think like the first like four issues of him as Spider-Man, he kept like the hoodie and I think like shorts, but he kept like the spray painted costume. Yeah, yeah I, I loved it. And then that harkens back to what I was saying about the, Stan, the little the Stan Lee cameo which is another one of those kind of situations that like, I don't know if you guys, as, as you've grown from being like kids as we were to being adults and just kind of, it, it, it makes that bridge, that weird connection of, you know, how am I supposed to do what I need to do as an adult from when I was a kid mm. and not ever imagining that I could get to this point. And, you know, the, so, um, the, the scene I'm talking about is specifically, you know, um, this is after Peter Peter Parker's passed away. They're holding a memorial and people are buying like Spider-Man costumes. They're wearing masks. Yep. And Miles goes and buys himself a, a, a Spider-Man costume that doesn't fit him right. But when he goes to buy it, the cashier person is Stanley. Yeah. And Stanley, yeah, he, he asked, like, I forget what they're saying. And he's talking about it. He's like, he, he actually asked him, um, you know, he tells him, you know, he was my... He was a really good friend. I knew him, you know, he was a really good friend of mine, referring to the fact that, you know, Stan Lee created Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. And he asked him, do you think, do you think it'll fit? And Stan Lee just replies to him, what were the exact words? It's something to the effect of, I don't know, but the mask always fits eventually. Yeah, he he says that it will. And if it, like, he's like, it will. And if not now, eventually. Yeah. Which is which is great because then afterwards they pan over and it's literally he's saying that because there's, <laughs> there's no, no return, return to changes yeah. on the costume. Yeah. But that moment is just beautiful. It's very good. Ah, oh, sorry. I just I, I'll end up going on rants all freaking night about this because I <laughs> love this movie so goddamn much. It's honestly up there in my top, if not top ten, top five. I mean, here's the other thing that you have to give Sony a lot of credit for is that most of the Spider Verse comics I've read they don't star Miles. Oh, they always go with Peter. Mm-hmm. The, the Marvel, Marvel, Marvel doubles down on the fact that Peter Parker is technically 
the traditional the, yeah the only the, 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 only, yeah, the yeah. only the spider-verse stuff yeah. doesn't uh like it doesn't follow miles because really miles wasn't a part of that universe yet what i'm mm. what i'm trying to get at is the only time i could think of where it's not starring a peter parker is when it stars uh the indian spider-man uh the one where dr doom is president i i forget which the name of the comics forgive me but like sony didn't really have to make it star miles and they, I remember when they first announced the movie, they caught shit on Twitter for a bunch of idiots that didn't know who Miles Morales was. <laughs> I mean, they, you're gonna catch your shit anyway. Oh yes, yeah. you know, you're they there. There'll be people who'll be like, oh, they'll be upset because it's it's forced representation. Oh yeah, it's forced. Oh, this, it's forced that. Of you know, there were there was complaints. There was <laughs> there complaints was... about the fact that Gwen Stacy was in it as Spider Woman, not knowing that she's actually in the comics as well. Which mm. nothing. Uh, Spider Gwen. Fantastic fucking character design. I love, so I love her. Cool. I'm cool. like, I'm, I'm, it's it's one of those like as a dude that I'm like, oh man, can I get like a like? Not that I'm saying take it away, but it's like oh, I just want to see a gender swap version of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Okay. The I hood works. Cool. The hood is so yeah, cool. It's fucking cool. Where, where it's got the uh, the red and white design on the inside. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Oh, that, that is just fantastic. But what, the point I was trying to get at, though, is that, like I said, most of the Spider-Verse comics I'm familiar with, they don't star Miles. They didn't have to make a star Miles to make a comic accurate, and they chose to make it star him, and it worked so well. Yeah, and especially, like, they, I feel like, did into the, I feel like they did this concept as an excuse to feature Miles in something, because, like, I, I, I look at the Miles Morales character as, like, a, a really talented, like, in using pro wrestling as, as an example, it's a really talented mid-card guy that just needs, like, that, like, that, he just needs that push. Like, he just needs eyes on him, and he'll get over by himself. And I feel like this movie proved it. Yeah. Uh, so without question. Without question. I, I, I feel as though, not just that, but also, like, kind of introduce a little bit more weird concepts into what we've been watching well, what, what i think is funny is that and maybe not funny haha but i know like let's let's jump back 10 years or you know 15 years um one of the things like where i was trying to get other friends in the comics they'd be like i don't know where to start i don't know what version this is it's so hard and now people are getting <laughs> stuff like this up it's like no it's not hard you just have to you just have to watch it or read it it's, it's not difficult you just have to get over that hump you gotta dive in yeah take a leap of faith i mean you love that yeah hey now you can't learn to swim so and good. not get wet right yeah no i, I and, and not, not just that just to kind of wrap up uh, one last point that i wanted to make and like i said uh, why i love it it's a multiverse story mm. it it somehow makes it so that the multiverse makes sense <laughs> it's, it's, and not it's just doable. that like yeah and not just that but like let's be honest the design once you get through and you see those webs of all the little multiverses connecting yeah Come on, that was. So I love cool. that the multiverse of spider webs. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they touch on that in the in the multiverse uh, in the the Spider Verse comics mm. as well. That it's j essentially just a giant web of multiverses. Oh, it's so good! Everything about this movie is so good. Okay, but, but do you know how they could have made it even better though? They just needed to make reference to just one more Spider Man. I wish they had in there. Mm. Which one? Which one's that? The emissary of hell, Spider Man. I don't think I know what you're talking oh, about. Japanese Spider-Man. Japanese Spider-Man. Oh, shit. From the 70s. Oh. Honestly, I hear a two is coming out. Like, it's in the works. I probably delayed due to COVID or whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did a deep dive for that somewhere. Like, because... I just, just, <laughs> just, just a reference. Honestly, like, my second go-around of that movie, I'm like, they have to put a reference of that in there I somewhere. Mean, let's be honest. That ending is very open-ended to the idea that there's going to be more multiverse. Oh, I love like, it. Uh, from at Gwen least from popping up and being like... Hey Miles. 
Yep. Hey. Hey, Miles. Well, and then and then let's not forget also <laughs> who pointed first. Spider-Man, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it ends with that. It was like, okay, they have technology to just travel the multiverse. At least that's uh, that scene Miguel sets does. that up. Like it's just there. It's there. And I'm here for it because I love Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara oh, at 2099 because I screamed also. I was like, oh my oh, god. I was yes! out. It was great. Like Spider-Man 2099 is fantastic. He's so he's such a nineties oh, no, character like, too, like with the spikes. Yeah, he's nineties, but in the good way. Exactly, not like, like the Wolverine's brother way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you talking about Romulus? You mean our boy yeah. Romulus? How dare you? He's so it's not Romulus. It's so many I'm, I'm shooting on Romulus. I'm doing. <laughs> you shoot, cowboy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? We should have all the Spider Men's fight. Oh shit! Oh, I'm mad at this. I'm, I'm down Ooh. with that. There are a lot of Spider Men to fight. One, th- one thing I do love, and I only really thought about this the second time because the movie is just so fun the first time, is Sp- Spider-Ham kind of implicitly almost breaks this movie because mm-hmm. it's a cartoon movie, but Spider-Ham, which kind of works physics. out, it uses cartoon physics, yeah, so he's fighting people with anvils and, and he gives Miles a mallet that he says will fit in your pocket. So good. I'm like, they, so good. Like, well, they, oh, yeah, he kind of breaks this movie, doesn't he? He, he very <laughs> much, like, and again, this is this is me watching a thing and liking a thing and going, but I also want this really bad. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Grant Morrison's version of uh, Captain Carrot. <laughs> Captain Carrot? Oh. I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> He's... Captain Carrot, so yes. Do, have you seen the... Or like, so you've seen uh, like Bugs Bunny eat like the super carrot and he turns into like a superhero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sure. essentially that, but like Captain Carrot uh, has his, his own Justice League called the Zoo Crew. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, he he pops up in multiversity and he they uh, he's he's fighting a version of the Avengers. Uh, I think yeah. the, oh, the no. Hulk goes to flatten him, and when his fist comes up, he's just like he's he's like an accordion, and then like uh, like re- recontextualizes himself. He's like, ah, oh, no worries, cartoon physics. <laughs> I was, okay, I was I was gonna ask they were DC or a Marvel property. I'm kind of I've kind of set they're a Marvel property because it's, it's a DC it, property it, actually. Is it a DC I, property? Uh, the Zoo Crew. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. I can't Wait, remember in Spider-Ham in the movie. Did they keep the origin from the uh, from the comics where he's he bit by comes a radioactive? From, he's a spider. He was bit human? by a radioactive. Uh, he was a spider bitten by a radioactive pig yeah. on a farm in Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I kind of remember. <laughs> I do love also how at the end, just this one little bit where like every time they introduce a new Spider-Man, they kind of go through their origin story like montage yeah. style with a narration. Oh, over it, so good! And they kind of throw that that comic book onto the pile. Miles doesn't get his own until he comes into his own, and then his his comic book gets uh, thrown onto so the pile. Too. And I'm like, I love, I, love, I love it so much. Also, I don't I don't know what it's from, but it is like one of the smallest jokes. <laughs> Giving Spider-Man Noir a Rubik's cube. I love that yes. joke. Yeah, solid. And he, he's, just, he's just he does solve it though. Eventually, <laughs> I love how they play up that character as like kind of goofy. Because like actual Spider-Man Noir, is it's kind not. of fucking no. dumb. Like it's it's just Batman. It, it's it's I, just like pulpy 1930s Batman. <laughs> it's oh yeah. Awful. No, I, honestly, I didn't like Spider-Man Noir at all in the comics. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's it's not great. It, it, it was cool though in the movie though at the uh, at the credits though when he shows Spider-Man Noir showing his universe the Rubik's cube and everything is still in black and white pictures of the Rubik's cube are in black and white but the Rubik's cube itself is in color. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so good. It's just there's so many little things to love about this movie and like I, we could go on and on and on but just just to, just to summarize, watch even it. though there are so, yeah watch it but even though there are so many great things 
there will be things that eventually ruin this because Mal Morales is getting his own clone saga. <laughs> that won't that won't ruin this movie. All right, yeah. the movie that looks separate from it. You don't have to <laughs> cl- cl- clones and Spider Man. That 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 never that never fails. <laughs> it sounds like a good idea, guys. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it, I've never heard of this going poorly. So have have, have they ever tried clones and Spider Man before? I, I maybe mm-hmm. maybe they have, and I just forgot about it because it was so bad. Like yeah. eight, eight year old me is triggered somewhere. <laughs> oh dang issue six of eight issue seven of twelve fuck you I- <laughs> they were cloned bro i don't want to tell you so many clones uh, spider clones spider so many clone. spider so many spider-men uh and with that folks have a good night have a good night all of the music that you have heard is the song dance rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.